Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Doncic, long three-pointer. Bang! Luka Doncic from way downtown. Mike, you might need to double-bang that. That was from deep. Bang! Bang! <laughs> Good morning and welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Thursday morning, everybody. We've got a lot of NBA action to cover from Wednesday night. I am Dave DeFore. I'm joined as I am every single Thursday by my man, Andrew Schlecht. Andrew, the Thunder, still too good to tank. <laughs> as always. Just, doesn't matter. I mean, doesn't matter who's life out there. isn't fair. <laughs> life isn't fair. The Thunder are too good. And so is Luka Doncic, man. I, I just don't know Ooh. what in the hell the league is going to do about this freaking guy, Luka. Uh, another crazy game. The Mavericks beat the Celtics 113 to 108. Luka was absolutely absurd in this game. 36, eight rebounds, five assists, uh, 24 points in the first half, seven made threes. He was five of six from three in the first half. Man, he was freaking awesome. And now we're going to talk about how they gave up a huge lead. But first, I, we got to start with Luka because. This guy's the best player in the league right now. He's been unbelievable. He hitting deep range threes, which is really important. And he's getting in the lane. He's finding guys. And I think one of the the bigger things for the Mavericks is that Kristaps Porzingis finally looks healthy. And he is moving well. He's shooting the ball well. He's getting to the basket. He's dunking on guys. And to have that role guy next to him is the perfect pairing and kind of what they envisioned when they traded for him a couple years ago. So this is the, the Mavs are starting to come together at the exact right time. Well, when we talked about this coming out of the all-star break, just how much better they looked. Josh Richardson looks better. Porzingis yep. moving around much, much better. And even though it's not equating to huge winning streaks, so, you know, they're not, they're not on a 15 game winning streak or anything since the all-star break. I think that they look like they're in the top half of the West for sure now. Uh, and I mean, the playoff race in, in the West. I mean, this is a team that every single other team in the West should feel is dangerous. Yeah, not only that, they've got a couple guys off the bench and Tim Hardaway Jr. and Jalen Brunson that can come off and can go both go for 20. I mean, Jalen Brunson is, he's going to be dubbed my guy of the year. Like he is just the guy of the NBA. He's a bowling ball to the rim. He can hit spot-up threes. Uh, I really, really like him. He can even set up the offense uh, you know, in a pinch. Uh, he's, he's a great guy that they can even close games with if they want to. If Josh Richardson doesn't have it going, great. Jalen Brunson, sub him in. Uh, he's been great. He's just one of those small Maverick point guards that they have always done well with, and he's just a part of what's been impressive about the Mavs. He's actually a combination of two of my favorite kind of NBA role player. It's the small Maverick point guard and the Villanova 
point guard. Right. And yeah. you combine those two things and it's just an unstoppable force. And he was crazy in this game. He had 21 points. And, and you know, he's one of my favorite guys, too, because I love how physical he can be despite the fact that he is a small guard. But let's get back to this game. The Mavs were up 19 in this one at the half. And I flipped over to another game because I was just like, okay, this one's going to be a blowout. We're just going to talk about how great Luka looked. And then all of a sudden, Boston starts looking better. Uh, Kemba Walker, I thought, really spurred on their comeback in, in the third quarter in this one. Yeah, it's it's good to see Kemba playing well. And he did. He helped kind of chip away at that lead uh, throughout the second half. And there, he's, you still have the issues that you're going to have with Kemba with his size and defensive limitations. But they need more of an offensive punch. And he can provide that. And it's there's still a lot to be desired with the Celtics team, but it is good to see Kemba looking at least a little bit like old Kemba. Boston really spurred on this comeback by forcing Dallas into just awful turnovers. Dallas was incredibly sloppy down the stretch. And to get themselves within two, Marcus Smart had a tip-in on a Jason Tatum miss, yep. but... Jason Tatum gets the opportunity to miss that shot because Josh Richardson had one of the worst turnovers I've seen all season, considering time and score. Uh, you know, Dallas is up four with the ball, and Josh Richardson is trying to dribble in traffic instead of just accepting the foul and turns it over. Jason Tatum misses the shot, but Marcus Smart there to tip it in to bring him within two. Now, look, Dallas is not new to end of game issues. Offensive execution down the stretch was a problem for them all last year. It, it reared its head in the playoffs. I mean, this is not new for them, but this kind of sloppy play is, and, and I have to think that it's just, they haven't had a lot of opportunities in this position. I mean, they led wire to wire in this one. It was only tied at zero zero. And I think that they need to get their feet under them in, in situations like this, because in the playoffs, I mean, other teams are going to make them pay. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, Andrew, let's run through the rest of the games tonight because, I mean, there were just a billion of them, and some of them uh, were better than others. So I got to ask because I know you're a, a big OKC Thunder guy. I mean, would we say big? Moderately <laughs> sized. Uh, first of all, Moses Brown has just been incredible. Is this another guy that has just been hidden away who's going to put up crazy advanced numbers for the rest of the year? He's super productive, and especially against a team like the Raptors, who maybe have the worst center rotation in the NBA, he's just going to feast, and he did just that. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, 20-12 and 12 in this game, uh, and they beat the Raptors 113-103. Embarrassing loss for, for Toronto, who is actually trying to win games, 
And I got to ask you a question. Is it time to bury the Raptors? Bury them. Bury them now. Because Sfi Mihailuk beat them tonight. And that's why. That's the end. It's over. I'm calling it now. You're done. You're toast. Go back to Tampa and stay there. Because it is over. You made Sfi look like Manu Ginobili tonight. Way to go, Raptors. (laughs) <laughs> His arms are way too short to be Manu Ginobili. Uh, the Nets beat the Rockets 120-108. Uh, Kyrie had 31. Kevin Porter Jr. had 20 points. But the big story here is that James Harden left with an apparent hamstring injury. Uh, everybody's hurt, Andrew. Everybody's hurt. And I, I wanted to pose this question to you. Is the MVP just going to come down to just a war of attrition amongst the best players in the league? Yeah, pretty much. Listen, Nikola Jokic is in the driver's seat right now. The guy never gets hurt. He (laughs) never gets hurt. I mean, obviously, just, you know, he eats so well and trains so hard and and he puts into work and he's out there every single day. The guy's incredibly resilient. And I think that just right now, if James Harden's going to miss any time, we have to all say that Nikola Jokic is basically the runaway favorite. And a lot of that is that, yeah, he's just been available. We know that's the best skill, but he also happens to be, you know, the best basketball player in the league this year. So uh, if he wins MVP, it's okay. Uh, Anthony Edwards is the man. The The Timberwolves beat the Knicks 102-101. They come back. The end of this game was just spectacular. And Anthony Edwards was the number one option down the stretch. And, and I mean, this has been a huge turn for him since the dunk on uh, Utah Watanabe. He has Watanabe. Watanabe, thank you. Uh, He has averaged 22 points per game. It was 14 points before that. So clearly, he just uh, absorbed his soul and has turned it into scoring. (laughs) Uh, I got to tell, I got to ask because I know how much you love the draft. How differently do you feel about this Anthony Edwards than the one from a year ago? Quite a bit. Because you watched him at Georgia and you could see that he had this in him. But I just didn't know how it would translate. And I didn't know how quickly it would translate. He's still pretty young. I've been impressed. They, they basically just went straight up to Anthony Edwards and say, hey, deliver this game for us. And, you know, he hasn't been able to do it a lot. I think this is, is it their 12th win of the season. So it's yeah. not like this is like a revelation or anything crazy. No. But beating the, this Knicks team, like this Knicks team is pretty good. It's fine. Yeah. Like they're pretty good. And to go out there and to score like he did in the clutch, to trust his teammates, he threw that ball to Malik Beasley to hit that big three that got them the win. Uh, I I like it. I like him. I think that it's, you know, halfway through the season, it looked like, oh, my gosh, can you believe they didn't take LaMelo Ball? What a complete disaster this is. And, you know, it's not really that big of a disaster. I think that they probably should have taken LaMelo. But he's looked good enough to where you're not having a panic attack if you're a Timberwolves fan. Yeah, and Jaden McDaniels is awesome. He was great down the stretch, especially defensively uh, in this game. The Jazz beat the Grizzlies for the third time in the last four games. I mean, he's getting sad for Memphis. Uh, And John Morant had 36 points. Look, turn the – they're a blues town. The Jazz (laughs) just aren't working in Memphis. (laughs) Right. Uh, How good are the Grizzlies? I just just wonder because if you – Look at their opponents and who they've played. They have played a ton of teams that have missed some of their best players. 
and they're around 500 and they've kind of hovered around there all season. But I just, I just wonder like actually how good are the Grizzlies? I mean, I think at full strength, they're, they're decent, but this is still a super young team. I mean, you know, almost everyone on this squad is a, you know, in their first two or three years in the league. And so I, I think that that's the story there, right? The inconsistency, mm-hmm. young teams are inconsistent, bad at defense, and they haven't had Jaron Jackson all year. So I think when that's, he comes back, it's yeah. a different story. Uh, as we close, the Spurs beat the Kings 120-106. Question for you, Mr. Thunder. Brighter future, Spurs or Thunder? Spurs are stacked with top wing talent. I would say uh, 34 draft picks in the next seven seasons plus Shea Gillis Alexander. That's it. Thunder. That's going to do it for today's show, folks. Don't forget about all the other pods we've got on the Athletic Podcast Network. If you haven't subscribed already, go to theathletic.com slash daily ding and do it now. Thank you, as always, for waking up with us. Andrew, take it away. Ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.